Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. The strong, the powerful Beverly Harzog has returned to Money Savage. Welcome back, Beverly. Well, thank you so much for having me, George. Yeah, excited to have you back on. Beverly is a credit card expert, consumer finance analyst at U.S. News & World Report. She's a best-selling author many times over. She's a contributor, better contributor at most major outlets. And again, excited to have you back on the show. Beverly, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, I'd love to, George. Um, I am so passionate about what I do. And the reason is because when I was young, I got into terrible credit card debt. Uh, and you would think I, I would know better, right? <laughs> but, and I was actually a CPA at the time, but personal finance is entirely different from corporate finance and no one is born understanding how credit works. It's not intuitive at all. So it, you know, it's a learned skill. And uh, so I learned the hard way as many others have. And I think that's why I have a special empathy for those who find themselves in credit card trouble. So, you know, I love working for U.S. News and World Report because I write a weekly column there and I try to address the issues that people are facing right now, you know, as the world is changing. So much is happening right now. And, uh, you know, my goal is to help people understand how they can survive their financial issues and even come out on top in the end. Well, amen to that. And yes, we are having this conversation on September the 23rd, and we are still experiencing a lot of the same problems that we were probably experiencing the last time that you and I talked. So we'd love to um, just get sort of a, a state of the American consumer, the American credit card user from your perspective. I know that that's sort of a big question, but maybe we just jump in like that. All right. Uh, yeah, it is a big question, but there is so much happening right now. Uh, you know, I find that the credit industry right now, it's a little bit tight. And by tight, I mean that credit card issuers are a little worried uh, about their own finances, honestly. You know, some of them have been very uh, generous and uh, have been giving many many people uh, hardship programs to help them survive job losses and reduce salaries during the pandemic. And uh, some of us, you know, have gotten, you know, our salaries back to what they were, but many have not. Many are still unemployed. Uh, so credit card issuers are a little worried about people being able to pay their bills. Uh, you know, so they are reducing their risk. And that's what happens when credit tightens a little bit. That means it's harder to get a credit card. It's harder to get approved for a balance transfer offer. Uh, and some people have told me that their uh, credit limits have been cut, even though they're not behind on payments or haven't used too much of their credit at all. So, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of that has been going on. And it's been kind of confusing for some people, especially if you're a great credit card holder, you know, and then suddenly, you know, your credit limit gets cut in half. And uh, it can be very confusing. So uh, those are the kind of issues I have been writing about and talking about lately. Nice. I appreciate that. 
And yes, confusing is probably one of the emotions that the people experience when the credit card company lets them know, hey, we just cut your balance from 10000 to 5000 I would also think that maybe <laughs> right. rage and uh, <laughs> extreme yeah, irritation. Uh, yeah, probably a whole range of emotions. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's interesting. I really hadn't considered that the issuers were potentially looking down looking out in the future and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, this might actually have a long-term pretty severe effect on our finances. Yes. Yes. That, that is so true. And that's something that really doesn't get talked about a lot. People like to think that credit card companies are evil, (laughs) you know, and out to get them. But uh, honestly, you know, they have shareholders, they have employees. So they're actually just thinking about, uh, you know, how, how to keep their own business going. So, you know, it isn't personal. They're doing what or who suddenly finds themselves with a lower credit score because their limit has been cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fascinating on 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 all ends for sure. And that's I I, people ask uh, people ask me quite a bit. Is it okay to have your emergency fund? just as a credit card. And I always say, well, no, it's not because you never know when your credit line might get reduced. And so I don't think that people actually realize that that's a thing. Um, is, is, is there some kind of an algorithm that the companies use? Or I can't imagine that they're just randomly picking or, 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 or perhaps they are. Uh, I honestly have no idea. If I asked them, they would not tell me. Mm. <laughs> you know, a lot of that is proprietary information. It's like they don't like to give out information uh, about whether or not they have cutoffs or credit scores for approvals or, you know, what other kinds of things go into, uh, you know, I'm sure they have some algorithms for a variety of different things. But what I've seen, you know, are people getting their uh, credit limits cut, even when they've been a great customer and had low balances. Uh, I've seen people get it cut when, uh, you know, they've had higher balances. So, you know, I can't see that they're actually doing it based on, uh, you know, uh, merit, because some people that are doing a great job have had it cut. But what one trend I am seeing with this, and, and consumers can do something about this, uh, they've been seeing some of these people uh, cut down on the use of the credit card. Now, I understand, you know, if your finances are really tight, you don't want to put anything on a credit card. But if there's something that you need to purchase anyway or service you need to pay for anyway, like utilities or something like that, you know, perhaps use your credit card, pay the bill in full when you get it, as you would as you know if it was coming out of your checking account, uh, and keep the card active. So if they see someone not using their card very often and they have a large limit, they might think, "Hmm, I'm a little concerned about this person having so much available credit. Uh, maybe we can reduce our risk by lowering their limit a little bit." So they think like this, okay, and it's. Uh, they also can sometimes be, you know, an amateur psychologist, okay? Sure. <laughs> and they might see, oh, they're not using their card much, they're in trouble. You know, on the other hand, if you use your card too much, they're going to think, oh my gosh, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> there's like a sweet spot in there. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, uh, it's a little hard for people to judge how much they should use it. But if you could use the card a couple of times a month, uh, I think it'd be fine. And I also want to comment on what you mentioned uh, earlier about using a credit card as an emergency card. Now, I do have 
a, a specific credit card that I have on hand for an emergency. It has a very low interest rate, below 10%, if you can believe that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had it for many, many years uh, with a very high limit on it. Uh, and that card, uh, I like a couple of years ago, I had to replace my roof. It, it was expensive. It was like ten or $11,000. I mean, it was very expensive. And I also have an emergency fund. I have a very you know, solid emergency fund. Uh, but I decided to use uh, my balance, uh, my emergency card, credit card for that instead of my emergency fund, because I also had kids in college at the time. And I was concerned about needing cash, uh, you know, before I could replenish it. Everything worked out and I paid the, the bill off in two months, you know, at a very low interest rate, plus got rewards. So, you know, I almost came out ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. But, you know, I don't rely on that card as my only emergency fund. You know, I have enough in my emergency fund, honestly, to probably go for almost a year without working. But now this is something that I have spent many, many years, you know, building up. You know, this is not something you can expect to have, you know, when you're 30 years old. Okay. If you do, then I'm, you know, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is something that I've had for, I've built it up over many, many years. And so I do have an emergency fund and an emergency credit card, but I don't rely on a credit card for an emergency in case, you know, it got closed or the limit got slashed. Right. You talk about how you've had that card for, for, for several years, for, for many years. It's an interest rate below 10%, which is a very attractive thing. Absolutely. Uh, can, can a credit card, you talked about how they don't need to tell uh, people outside of the company how they're making decisions about lowering credit limits and stuff like that. Can they just go ahead and raise that rate if, if, if they wanted to? Um, actually, they could, uh, you know, because it's, I've had the card for over 20 years. Okay. I've had this card for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, I also, uh, do my banking with the same company. So, you know, I'm kind of entrenched as a customer with them and I don't know if that makes a difference, but in this case, you know, we've both had, you know, a, a good relationship with each other. Uh, so that might, that might help a little bit, but I, I do want to point out though, that even if, uh, you know, your limit, uh, got, slashed or your your rate got raised and now they can't raise your rate during the first year that you have the credit card that's part of the uh, credit card act of 2009 there have to be there are like three or four exceptions you know like if you're late on payments by more than 60 days you know those kinds of issues uh where they have the right to then raise your rate so uh but during the first year you're pretty much protected uh, by the Credit Card Act of 2009. But, you know, you can always call the issuer, you know, if they've made a decision that, uh, you know, puts you in a, in a bad situation, uh, let's say your limit got cut and you have something called a credit utilization ratio. This is the amount of credit you uh, have used compared to the amount of credit you have available. So if they lower your credit limit, you have less available credit and that makes your ratio go up. And ideally, you want it under 30 percent. Uh, if you're trying to increase your credit score quickly, uh, you want it under 10 percent. So that you know, that's a very important ratio uh, in terms of your credit score. 
Uh, so, but you can always call the issuer and say, hey, you know, you, I've been a great customer and you just lowered my uh, credit limit so much that my credit score has gone down, you know, and I take, you know, my credit score very seriously, you know, and it's it's important to me to have a high score, you know, show them that you understand you know, how this whole thing works, you know, so they know that you've done your homework uh, and give reasons why you're on solid ground, you know, financially. And, you know, maybe they just, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know kind of had a, a misconception about what is going on with you financially. So do reach out. And sometimes you'll get a statement like, you know, they'll thank you for letting them know. And maybe they'll you know, reevaluate this in three to six months. And then if that happens, you just write down that date and you call them on that date and uh, encourage them to, to give you back your credit limit. Another thing you can do to uh, try to save your credit score if something like that happens is to ask for a credit limit increase on your other credit cards. Now, I know this might sound like the wrong thing to do <laughs> since, you know, I just said credit is tightening. Sure. But, um, you know, they're all they're all behaving differently. All the credit card issuers are doing what they need to do based on their own, you know, specific situations, you know, with their companies and their own finances. So they're not all the same. So if you've got a card with an, a different credit card issuer, you know, call them and uh, ask them if you can have a little increase on your credit limit, not because you need it, but because you're trying to boost your credit score. You know, make it something like that and, and be sure that you can tell them, you know, if your employment situation is solid uh, or if you've just had some temporary issues and now you're fine. Uh, but this works best if you have a great payment history. I don't suggest doing this if you don't, because it can backfire. They'll look at you and go, oh, my gosh, we need to lower your limit. <laughs> so be sure that you are a stellar credit card holder before you try that tactic. Okay, I didn't see you over there. No more credit for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, you have to be able to withstand credit scrutiny if yes. you're going to ask them to reconsider something. That certainly makes sense. Uh, that, and it's... It, it, I think it's very interesting. Uh, obviously, there's some credit card companies that are probably going after extremely affluent people, and then there's some issuers that are going after uh, people who are just getting started, so probably riskier from from a credit standpoint. Um, and it made me think. I remember, um, for whatever reason, I was on American Express's um, one of their pages, and it seems like they offer like 50 different cards. And I thought, okay, that's interesting. How often are, and this is probably on a case-by-case basis, but how often are credit card companies issuing new cards? Do they close old cards? Certain cards, I'm sure, are have been around forever. Do you have guidance on that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, there, you know, many of them are coming out with new credit cards. I haven't seen it as much during the pandemic uh, because, as I said, things have been a little bit tighter. But as things start to get better, and I think that uh, 2021 – uh, is going to look a lot better for everybody financially. Uh, we can certainly hope so, right? I mean, enough of this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 2020 needs to go, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the credit card issuers are, uh, you know, still coming out with some new cards. And sure, it's fine. You know, if you see a card that's come out with, you know, with your issuer, you can always call the issuer and say, hey, you know what, your new credit card actually suits my spending style and matches you know my you know spending patterns uh, you know a lot better than the card i have now 
could I transition over to that card? So that's one way that you can, you know, transition to a new credit card uh, with a credit card issuer, uh, you know, without uh, anything really happening to your credit score, as long as you get the same credit limit. And if you've been a good customer, you know, there's a good chance that, that you will get that. But, you know, it's it's always good to you know consider new cards that come out. You know, I have four cards and they have different purposes. You know, I have a cashback card, airline miles card, uh, rewards point uh, that gives me, a, you know, a lot of points on dining. Uh, I used to enjoy eating out and I hope to again, maybe next year. <laughs> I know. I know it sounds sad, but um, I mean, I have been going to restaurants where you could eat outside, but I'm not comfortable eating inside yet. But uh, I think that we're slowly, slowly, certainly when a, a vaccine comes out, we'll be able we'll feel more comfortable with that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, I use my card strategically. So if there's a new card coming out that you think uh, is going to you know, be a nice addition to your wallet and help you save money, okay, on the specific type of rewards it offers, then uh, go ahead and go for it. But, you know, only if you're in good shape financially, and that means your job feels good, uh, you have an emergency fund that's not just a credit card, but a real emergency fund. Um, and, uh, you know, and then you can just use your card strategically like I do. And I make, you know, I, I make quite a, a bit of profit off of my cards every yeah. year. I think that's great. So uh, I guess like like so many things in life, it's important to be proactive about managing our managing one's credit cards. Um, so how often would you suggest people look at their existing cards and then maybe think to reevaluate and what resource would you say, okay, here's a great place to go to, to find out, um, based on, you know, somebody who goes out to eat or just where, is there some place and it's probably your website, <laughs> uh, where, where people can find out, Hey, here's, here's maybe the right card for you or, or, or a different thing to be thinking about. Yeah, that's, that's a great question, George, because one of the problems people have is there's, there's so many options, it's overwhelming. Uh, you know, many sites are, are many uh, different types of credit card comparison sites and at U.S. News, uh, you know, we have uh, category pages, you know, like, you know, even if you had bad credit, we've got a list of cards there for you. Uh, if you've got fair credit, we have a list of cards. We have it all broken down. And then nice. we have it broken down by groceries and gas hmm. and all different types. So, yeah, just do some research and see what's available. Um, and uh, that way you can decide. But I, you know, I'm, I suggest looking at many different credit cards of the same that offer the same category to see what the overall uh, benefits and uh, fees, if any, are, you know, are with that card. Some have annual fees. Uh, and just, you know, do a good job researching everything before you make a decision. That means before you apply, be sure that you've targeted the card that will do the most for you. Nice. Okay. And that's just because you don't want to be applying to a bunch of different credit card companies? Yes, absolutely. Every time you apply for a credit card, your credit score could go down anywhere from two to five points. Huh. It won't necessarily go down much, maybe just a point, but it could go down two to five points depending on what else is in your uh, credit report in your profile. So, you know, just keep that in mind. And, you know, I mentioned earlier about credit tightening. 
And this is another good reason why you don't want to apply for, say, three credit cards in one month, because that makes it look like you were desperate for credit. And that is going to spook the credit card issuers that you have currently, as well as you know those that you are applying to, because that's called a hard inquiry when you apply for a credit card. And uh, so that goes on your credit report. And so when someone looks at your credit report after you've applied for credit, they see a lot of, uh, you know, inquiries. Oh, you're looking at this credit card and that credit card and uh, credit card company. And they might think that, you know, you're having financial difficulties. So, yeah, there, there we go again with the psychological game they tried to play. But, uh, you know, they have different ways they try to measure risk. And that's just one of them. Got it. That certainly makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, Beverly, thank you so much for coming back on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, I write a weekly column for U.S. News and World Report, and I'm in the Money Channel. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Beverly your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. I will link to uh, Beverly's column in U.S. News and World Report. And if you have questions about credit cards, Um, They have broken it down by category and different pages to help you to make a decision on which card is right for you to figure out if the card you have is the right one and all that good stuff. Thanks again, Beverly. Thank you for having me, George. Always fun. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.